0: 25th of January, 2020. I've just been listening to a podcast, the Talk is Jericho podcast, the pro wrestler called Chris Jericho, and his uh, subject was the OJ murder trials. Let me see here. Uh Uh-oh, wrong one. The murder trial of OJ Simpson, 25 years later. Try and get this without. The OJ Simpson murder trial is arguably one of the most intriguing cases in modern criminal history. Over 25 years later, and no one's really sure exactly what happened to OJ's ex wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her friend, Ron Goldman, on the night of June 12, 1994. OJ was arrested a few days after the brutal killings, charged with both murders and after a high-profile public trial that lasted nearly 10 months, was acquitted of both crimes. Tim... Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. M-A-N-G-I-O-N-E. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Tim. Chris Jericho's friend, Tim. Who's been following and researching the case for the last quarter of a century, offers his insight and theories about who possibly killed Nicole and Ron, and why he doesn't believe it was OJ. Tim also discusses the Dream Team curse, the backstories behind uh, Judge Lance Ito, Mark Furman and Robert Kardashian, and the many controversies surrounding the case and trial. It is interesting. I wasn't really aware of it when it actually happened. Like uh, nineteen ninety four, that was a good year for me. It was a good year. It was a good summer, nineteen ninety four. It, it was the best childhood summer I think I had ever had. It was good. It was just full of water fights and making dens. It was good. It was decent. I was eight years old, just collecting pogs. It was great. I had no idea that that all of this uh, all this craziness was happening and I, I watched The uh, the People vs. O.J. Simpson with the Cuba Gooden Jr. playing O.J., I thought that was really good. I thought that that thing really leaned towards he did it. Like, you know, they, they always left it open-ended, and, you know, they pre- presented both sides, but I think they did lean quite heavily towards, yeah, he did it. And I always considered that uh, that was just what everyone thought, that he he got away with it uh because he was rich and famous and for for other reasons regarding race and the uh the race riots and just all the, because of how public it was and how convoluted it became uh you know the the victims were you know pushed to the back burners and it just became about oh my god it's OJ and he killed some people that's what it was about so whenever you've got Something like that. You can have a lot of uh, confirmation bias that goes on. Like, somebody says to somebody, Hey, do you hear? OJ killed his ex-wife. Holy shit, really? It's like, yeah, man. And then, because that's been said, you start looking towards, you know, like, oh my god, you know, there was a sock with blood on it. And there was blood in his car, and his footprint print, print was on the scene. And I just thought that was, that was like enough. It was like, oh, fucking hell. Jesus. His footprint was on the scene. Yeah. There was a glove found. There was blood in his sock. There was, you know, a mix of, uh, Goldman, Ron, Ron Goldman, Nicole Smith, and OJ Simpson's blood found at the scene and OJ Simpson's house. thought, shit, man, that's, uh, that's gotta be it. But this guy, this, uh, this Tim, Chris Jericho, Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho's friend has, He's got. He's kind of made me think, like, slightly different about it. Like, um... The, the main thing was that Nicole and OJ's kids were in the house where the murders took place. They were upstairs asleep. So that means that, like, not only OJ Simpson, like, killed these two people, apparently without waking the kids up, like, uh, I guess they, they must have just been deep sleepers. But I was a really nervous sleeper when I was a kid. Like, I, I would have woken up. Like, if I heard any kind of, like, scuffling. But they lived in the city. They lived in Los Angeles. I don't know if that's different. I grew up in a rural area where, the, you know, the, the, the slightest noise was out of place. So it immediately alerted you. Like, what was that? I'm not saying his kids did it. That's the kind of thing that people throw that kind of thing around. I heard a theory on this podcast that his son did it. Like, not not his son with Nicole, but his son from a previous marriage. his grown-up son. Because he was slighted that Nicole went to uh, a restaurant other than the one he was working at uh, on the night of the murder. And he got so angry at this slight that he went and killed her. But, yeah, it does... That that puts a seed of doubt in my mind. The whole idea that she she had her neck cut so savagely and awfully, like the the words nearly decapitated, like uh, come up, and it's like fucking oh Jesus, like you don't you don't just do that. Like the that's a that's a message that you're sending. You nobody goes to that much trouble. If, they, if they're just in the heat of passion, they're just so angry and they lose control. Like somebody who's never killed somebody before it doesn't do that. They just, you know, they just fucking stab awkwardly, surely. I don't know. But that makes more sense than practically decapitated. And also, apparently, uh, Ron Goldman, he, um, he took like self-defense classes and something that I had never heard something that was never covered in like the documentaries and the series that I've seen was the injuries that he had on his hands. He had um, like bruises covering both of his hands from, he he was fighting. He was fighting someone, you know, he went down swinging. Uh, and OJ Simpson didn't have any, uh, any, any evidence of that. He had a cut on his finger, but other than that, he wasn't, you know, he didn't have a black eye, no broken teeth. No bruises, nothing. So that was like, yeah, that's kind of a point. And then he just left and he goes to Chicago to uh, to go on a golfing trip. That's where he was going. He was going to Chicago that night to go on a golfing weekend or something. Uh, so he kills his ex-wife in the heat of passion, nearly cuts her head off. Has a massive fight with Ron Goldman. Doesn't sustain any injuries. Guess Ron Goldman, you just made him hit the wall, like over and over again. Ha <laughs> ha! Missed me, Ron. Oh, you missed me again. You're terrible. Jesus. Some good punches though. You're hurting your hands. And then he just leaves the mother of his children dead on the doorstep for the kids to pre- to presumably uh find like in the morning. If somebody didn't find him first, they were gonna come downstairs and then find him then. That's <laughs> I mean that that's a that's saying something. That means that uh, you know O.J. Simpson is just a murderer. He's a stone cold psychopath. But he's a stone cold psychopath who never showed any evidence of uh, of murdering anybody. Is the the guy's definitely a fucking idiot. He's definitely fucking stupid as all fuck. He uh, he's just one of those people who like he got rich and famous when he was really 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 young and he stayed rich and famous because like he was a he was a massive football star in the 70s when he was in his 20s uh yeah yeah when he was in his 20s he's the, he's the same age as my dad he's well, I think he was born in 47 same as um arnold Schwarzenegger. so yeah in the 70s he was uh, he was in his 20s and uh, and even the the uh, the late the late sixties is when he would have started coming up, you know, like high school and college football, that kind of thing. And he got massively famous, I and mean, then he stayed famous. You know, everybody knew who he was. I think it's um, I I saw a couple of things. There was that, and there was also a documentary on the LA riots, which were apparently a significant thing. Um. In, in the OJ case. I don't mean it. They were a significant thing. But yeah, that that LA riots thing. Oh man. That was just horrible. It was horrible. It, it was just... It, from start to finish, the documentary was just people being shitty. Like, every, everybody... Uh, there seems to be sides to both of these arguments. But... I don't see sides. I just see people being shitty. Like police being shitty. Rodney King being shitty. And know, different you know different, uh, you know, different uh, no matter you know, no race in it or anything like that. Just humans being shitty. You know Rodney King was speeding. He was high off his ass apparently. He didn't stop for the police he got out of his car and then they beat the living hell out of him and it's obvious they beat the living hell out of him because they thought no one was watching this was pre internet it was pre uh, police body cams you know it's i in my opinion they just did it because they thought they could they just thought they could have a laugh their excuse was that they were scared of Rodden King but there was like seven officers just hold him down you know you can hold you can hold a big fella down with like three people who know how to hold somebody down i'm sure you get all kinds of arguments well that's how people die that's uh, a lot of people have died doing that you know getting them in chokeholds and all that sort of stuff like uh, it doesn't change that's what they said at the start of the la riot there was a guy in the um it was in the '60s. So there was a news report it was like, up there. He was reporting on a, a riot that started because of police brutality. The exact same thing, and he was talking to uh, a black guy who was just sort of like looking into the distance. And he was just like, "I don't think I'll, it'll ever stop." You know, it'll it'll be different, maybe, but it won't ever stop. And it turned out that guy was right. That guy was wise beyond his years. Thirty years later, what do you get? Another bunch of riots uh, about police brutality, but then the the riots quickly they don't they just devolve. In a in a city of L.A., you get so many people in there. You know, the more people you have, the more shitty people you have, and it always the the documentary made a point of uh, just pointing out how. Shitty people were in those riots Like people were getting pulled from their cars And just having the shit kicked out of them There was people lying in pools of blood Nobody helping them Uh, There was was a guy just wandering uh, Just walking along And he had this really strange look in his eyes And he was just setting fire to palm trees Just casually You know, just uh, Just, you know Like he was taking a bath Something like that and uh, the news reporter just went right up to him and went, here we, here we have a gentleman. He's setting fire to the palm trees. He's just walking along, just setting fire to the palm trees. And this guy, he looks over at this woman like, What? What the fuck? Like, what are you... What? What are you... Yeah, well, yeah, of course I'm setting fire to the palm trees. Of course I'm setting fire to the palm trees. It's a, it's a riot. I mean, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Just stand here with these palm trees not burning? I don't, I don't understand. That's the that's what the look on his face like told me, and uh, and then the the writing of course like uh, there was a lot of um there was a lot of like tensions. There was the Rodney King thing. The Rodney King thing overshadows something like truly awful and horrific that happened before the Rodney King thing, and that was the ah oh, damn I've forgotten names again. I've Forgotten names, but there was um. A, a, a child a black child 13 years old I think she was was shot in the back of the head by a shopkeeper who was convinced she was trying to steal orange juice she, the, this woman who owned a who owned a, a, a you know, convenience store shot this child in the back of the head because she was convinced she was trying to steal some orange juice and she got let off. She got let off. She's like, oh, well, you know, what are you going to do if someone's, if you think someone's trying to steal your orange juice, it's your duty as, Amer- as an American to pop them in the back of the fucking head, regardless of their age. That is, you know, if there was a riot about that, I would have been like, Jesus. But I guess that was just, that added to it. And then this Rodney King thing and the acquittal of the officers who um, who were uh, part of it there was more than there was four officers who were charged but there was more than four officers on the tape there was like six of them so what happened to the other two I guess because the other two just kind of stood there what do you do in that situation what do you do if you're a police officer and you're you're with a bunch of police officers and and they start beating the living shit out of uh, someone in front of you like Jesus like oh fuck what do you do you arrest all of them, do you? Impossible. It's messy. But yeah, LA is too big of a city and it's got too, uh, too many people in it to have riots like that. Because they quickly got out of control and just everywhere was just burning. Must have been scary. And, uh, this, this poor old black fella, he was just screaming, he'd lost his business and it was burned to the ground. He was just screaming at everyone. He was just, he was beside himself. And understandably so. He was like, why are you burning down my place? Why are you burning down my place? You angry? You're all all big and angry. And you're burning down my place. Why? I come from the same place as you. I worked my way up for this. And it's like, yeah. Like, just people being shitty. That's all it is. Kind of makes me glad that I live in such like a, a sleepy part of the world. Like you can hear how many cars have went past. It's it's five o'clock. It is five p.m. on a Saturday night, and I'm on a, the main road to Brampton. Uh, Brampton doesn't have much nightlife in it, though. I mean, Carlisle doesn't have much nightlife in it. Oh, that's one thing I was listening to on the on the radio today. It was Question Time about like Brexit, and uh, it was Ann Widdecombe who I uh, I want to do a podcast about, but I haven't. Uh, I need to like research her properly. Just um, I've got so many things I need to fucking research. I need to get a laptop and shit. And more data on my phone. I've already run out of data on my goddamn phone for this month. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And Anne and Whittacombe, she was... And they just keep falling back on... It is the will of the British people to leave the European Union. And I would have been like, oh, yeah, because they know what's going on. They've got it all fucking tied down, haven't they? Because the average Joe, you know, is definitely an expert in global economics and politics. Yeah, they, they've got it all. Everyone's so sure. Why aren't there any politicians going out there who are saying you know i don't really know what's going on it's fairly fucked up it's kind of fucked up maybe you lead by example all these politicians they've got all the answers it's all the dimwits they think they've got all the answers as well go out there and say listen it's really you can't get away with that can you if you go out there and tell the truth and say look this is really really complicated you've got a lot of reading to do if you want to Wrap your brains around this one. People don't want to hear that. They want quick solutions and easy answers. Anne Whittacombe. She's an incredible person. She's amazing. I've I've never heard her say. A single thing. That is good. Or wise. Or right. Or just. Or nice. Or kind hearted. Or understanding. Anything like that. Everything with her is just judgmental. It's just judgmental and condemning and banning uh, and fucking self righteous and old fashioned and stuffy and pig headed and stubborn Everything. Her that's her that's her entire shtick. Now is that her entire shtick? Because she just thinks that that's her shtick now. That's just her... That's, like, her act. Because she's kind of like a... You know, she's one of those celebrities, kind of. You know, she was on that... um, I think she was on a dancing show of some kind. Dancing on ice or some shit. I'm pretty sure. I've seen a clip of her, like, being lowered down (laughs) from the ceiling. And she's just kind of waving her arms. It is not her environment, you know. She is not a she's not a that kind of performer but yeah it's just that that's just her shtick now like if she talks about i saw she she did a report once on like prostitution and drug use and it was all like this is disgusting this is just putrid nasty and disgusting there was no understanding you know no why 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 are these people look at this I'm finding used needles on the street. Why is that? Why am I finding used needles on the street? Why are people just doing drugs on the street? How does an individual's life get to that point? Think about what you would what would have to happen to you for you to end up like just on the street injecting heroin into yourself? You know, it seems like a pretty low-placed being, in my opinion, anyway. You know, why why not just do it in the comfort of your own home? Why do heroin at all? Seems like a slippery slope. No understanding in her heart. It's ridiculous. How you spe- She thinks that she can solve all the problems just with laws and bans and jail time and all that sort of stuff. I think history has taught that tractors allowed. what the hell is he carrying a lot of cables oh there's another one i don't know what the hell was on those tractors there you go That that's the part of uh that's the part of the world that i'm in we've had uh five minutes after i mentioned that it was uh, it's now seven minutes past uh past um five on a saturday night And so far, two tractors are heading into town for a (laughs) pie. They seem to be carrying just a load of pipe or something. Like, oh my God. Oh. Speak of the devil. Now there's another car coming. Jesus. It's crazy. Oh, wait, no. It's a a Land Rover. I guess he's a farmer. (laughs) It's not a stretch limo. Filled with teens couple of those knocking around Carlisle. i haven't been in a limousine many times but honestly i don't see the point <clears throat> unless you want to take a nap why don't i stretch out <laughs> what was i talking about oh yeah just yeah you can't you can't fight drug use and prostitution by just making it illegal because what, what's that going to stop people history has shown There's a reason it's called the world's oldest profession. You might as well just make it legal. Because all you're doing is just making it dangerous. All you're doing is just helping with the spread of STDs. Because if it's illegal, then that means that there's going to be, you know, women who are getting attacked. There's men that are going to be getting attacked. There's people who are going to be getting attacked. God damn it. All you doing if you make something illegal, all you are doing is that. You're just making something illegal. You're not stopping people. I could probably find some heroin shit in Brampton. I could probably find some goddamn heroin if I was re- if I really, really wanted to. If you were complete, if you were just determined to find some heroin, you could. I don't know how pure it would be. That's what um, that's what Keith Richards said. His uh. His uh, key to long longevity was he always got real, just the purest of stuff. You know, if he couldn't get pure stuff, he just wouldn't do it. You know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't lower his standards. That's a, that's a, that's a testament. You know, don't lower your standards. I think you should feel the same way about chicken. You know, if you really, really want chicken tonight, what was chicken tonight? I remember the advert, we feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight, but what was it? What was the product? Were they ready meals? Was it a sauce for chicken? I have no idea what it was. I know what the product was. I mean, I know what the the advert was and the slogan, slogan was and the product name, but what the actual thing was. I have no idea. Was it was it just an American thing? I remember the the Simpsons made a joke about it. Does this family know any songs that aren't commercials? There's a little pause, and then they all just start singing. We feel like chicken tonight, like chicken tonight. The first the first song advert I remember is Crisp and Dry, because it was kind of a it was like a kind of a, I don't know a bluesy. Sort of a thing. It was uh, in the style of someone who I can't who I can't remember. Crisp and dry, the food stays crisp and dry. But do do, Louis Armstrong? Maybe I'm not sure. Did he sing? Did he sing as well as play the trumpet? I'm not too familiar with Louis Armstrong. What the fuck what was I talking about? Oh yeah, there needs to be a politician who who. Uh, who has the balls to come out and say, you know, most of you are fucking idiots, right? I think people would respect that. People respond to that. They respond to stand-up comedians. Like, uh, when Joe Rogan came out, some people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear, like, that they're stupid. Because some people, they need to think that they're smart. It's like, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's just a part of their ego, you know? They, they can't admit... How much they don't know. Which is a strange thing to admit. You know. People want to know. People want to think. That they've got everything figured out. That's why people are uh, very very closed off to. Uh, to uh, New ideas and stuff. That's why everything's so polarizing. Because all the voices in the middle. Who are like. Eh, you know I'm not really sure what's going on. They all get drowned out by the fuckwads. Who are at either end. Fucking trying to out shriek each other. What was I saying? Oh yeah, there needs to be a politician who just comes out Hey, you know, most of you are idiots. Joe Rogan had a bit in his 2007 release, Shining Happy Jihad, where it was about stupid people. He had a line that I always think about and I always say to myself every now and again, if I dropped you in the middle of the forest with a hatchet how long before you could send me an email? That's a, I came up with a with a a better, like, not a better version, but uh, you know, uh, a less open to criticism version of it. It's like, cause, you know, if I dropped you in the in the middle of a forest with a hatchet how long before you could send me an email? It'd been so long it took me to walk and, you know, back home to the nearest computer. Like that's so, Kind of, kind of missing the point on purpose there, dipshit. But you know what I mean. Say I, I dropped you on a desert island with a hatchet. How long before you could send me an email? There, now you now you're getting something. What if all the the smart people died? Like how how do you know how everything works? How do the streetlights work? I don't know. I don't know. How do how did the how does the power grid work? How does Wi Fi work? How does your phone work? What's in your phone? Could you build one? Build a phone build a phone with, uh, with bits like fucking Rick Sanchez too many people are not prepared to admit that they don't know much unless you present the question in the right way like stand up comedy like Joe Rogan the entire audience laughed and I'm pretty sure you would get in the right if you framed it in the right way you would get everybody saying, Oh, yeah, I don't know shit. I'm, fu- I'm a fucking idiot. I'm goddamn, I'm stupid. I am so stupid. But in another context, you're like, Hey, don't fucking call me stupid. you fucking calling me stupid. I don't fucking have you know, young man, that I was. What is that? That's plain. <laughs> There's a weird angle. That freaked me for a second there. Like, Jesus. Aliens. I saw a video of an alien convention. And Jesus. God damn. These alien people. Do they just play up to the stereotype? Like is it a joke? Or are they serious about it? Because they all look. Like alien nutjobs. And they all talk like alien nutjobs. Even the ones who try to. Like present themselves. You know they dress well. There's a guy in a suit or something like that. He's got a big, big long beard. And, you know, he's bald, but he has hair down to his ass. It's just sort of like, you went to the trouble of the suit. Why not chop off the hair? If you're trying to present yourself in a certain way, then, you know, you're half-arsing it, dude. And then they start talking and they're like, I know what people say. I know what people are thinking. But this is based on real evidence and real science. I don't have time for conspiracy foolishness and then you know <laughs> later five minutes later and he was like jfk was an alien jfk was definitely an alien that's based on real science i have evidence that they can prove it jfk was an alien he landed in roswell in 1947 he took the place of the real john f kennedy who was a child at the time <laughs> well he wasn't a child 1947 john f kennedy 40, was he was in his early 40s, 42. He was young. Anyway, he was very, very young for a president. He was like the youngest president. Something. That was in 1963. Let's say he was 43. 47. Yeah, he would have. Ah, it doesn't matter. Why am I Why am I trying to make sense out of this crazy conspiracy theory that I just made up off the top of my own head? Yeah, this, uh, this alien con where everyone, most of them, like the interviews that he did, Like, two of the guys, two of these fully grown men, no, three, three of these fully grown men who he was interviewing about their theories on aliens and stuff, started crying in the middle of the interview. They started crying, they got choked up and emotional, and they walked off the way, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to get emotional, but this is real, this is real, and it's like, mmm, Mm-hmm. The getting choked up and crying thing, you know. I don't believe that people fake it. I th- I think that people definitely do get choked up and emotional. But I think it's because people get choked up and emotional. You know what I mean? Like the I'm talking about something that I really care about, and I think it's really important. So therefore, I should get choked. And it just helps them along. You know what I mean? I've never seen a flat earther get choked up and emotional. (laughs) They probably will, though. It's real. It's real. I'm telling you. We've been lied to. All of us. All of us. All of us. So the majority of the 7 billion people on this planet (laughs) swallow this lie. How high up have you been? Uh, you know, 39,000 feet, something like that. How do you convince the people who went to the top of Everest? You'd think if you went to the top of Everest, you could just see everything, right? Not necessarily with your own eyes, clouds, and shit like that. But you would see more clouds. Wouldn't you? You'd see a lot more clouds. I've seen pictures from the top of, uh, top of Everest, and it just looks like, yeah, it looks like a horizon of clouds. It's your average horizon of clouds. Ah, well, you see, that's just because of uh, the height of a human and the uh, the height of the clouds, and the, you know, it's curved. It's slightly curved. It's not completely flat. It's like, oh, jeez, you're backing down already. No, 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 no. It's kind of, it's it's discus-shaped. All right, whatever. It's donut shaped. It's a, it's, it's fucking hexagonal. Is what it is. Uh, alright, that'll, that'll do for today, I think. God. I had a weird moment yesterday where I, I decided that I would stop doing these. It was weird, I, I just had a real fuck it moment and I, I felt good. Cause i haven't uploaded anything in in nearly a year from the time of recording It's the the first of february 2019 when i last uploaded something i i do want to do it just only sometimes you know god is there no fire in my belly you know or is it just a casual just sort of hobby i just yeah i just like doing them you know I think it's mainly, it goes back to the, you know, the, the fact that I'm, I'm not going to put them out there that much, but I do enjoy doing these. It fills in the time at work. I'll tell you that. I've got a, got a waiting time. Did a few stretches, very important in a van driving job. Got to do your stretches sitting in a van all day. It's very good for you. It's like not very good for you. It's like sitting on the toilet all day, except well. It's more cushion. Some people have cushioned toilet seats. I think that's weird. I don't think you should be that comfortable on the toilet. You know, you're there to do a job. Yeah. Shit, I'll get off the pot. Oh, isn't that cute? All, uh, all these dogs, they all have these light-up collars now. They all have these flashy collars. Like the trainers. I always hated those trainers. Trainers with lights in them. I, I didn't like them as a kid. Because they worked for about... There was no way of turning them, like, on or off. So they were going off during the day as well. So you couldn't preserve battery power in them or anything like that. And you couldn't change the battery once it died. So they worked for about, like, two days straight. And then they were dead. They were gone. And it was just like, man, these things suck. I'm not even, that like, goddamn comfortable. I had a light-up yo-yo once, and the fucking thing broke as I was walking away from the guy who sold to me. Never forget. I did it a couple of times, and it stopped working. I was like, "Oh shit!" And turned around, the guy was like, "Hey, it was working when I gave it to you. You must have broke it. Don't try that with me. Don't try the. Don't go away and break the yo-yo, and then bring it back to me and try and get another one. Get away, you little rap scallion." That's not true. I didn't even go back to the guy. I was just like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense actually. Fair play." Seller of cheap shit. Those guys who just sell things on uh, on the bonfire on bonfire night, it's just like yeah, here, yeah, get your future landfill, come and get your future landfill, contribute to climate change with this future landfill, yes sorry. More plastic in the oceans, folks. More plastic in the oceans. Take this, throw it directly in the sea. I don't care. Just give me money. All right. I think have babbled enough for today. In closing, bye.